0: You are listening to the In Kinship Podcast, a podcast for makers, makers who crave a fully lit up, full of joy, happy life on their own terms. And I'm your host, Tina Vandenberg. You're joining me for day five of the Find Your Joy series. You can find any of the links I talk about, any of the books I mention, in the show notes. Simply go to kinshiphandwork.com backslash joy. All right, let's begin. Today, our final day of this workshop, we are going to sort of bring together what we've been learning and start to put it into practice. I don't think this is a one and done kind of thing. I think this is a fine tuning it sort of thing. And it's something that I actually fine tune on a weekly basis, sometimes on a monthly basis, right? I'm like, all right, what is feeling right for me now? Because what feels right for me in June be very different than what feels right for me in August. And I want to be tuned into that. And that practice I have is like 15 minutes. Like it's no big deal. It's something I can easily put into my life and it pays back dividends. Giant dividends. Okay. So before we begin with the actual practical action of today, I want to talk about something that I love. And I know that some of these things I've talked about on the podcast because I, you know, I like them. So there they are. But I want you to remember how simple this all can be. And of course, the simplest things can often be the hardest, right? And we keep searching for more. We keep searching for more instruction. We keep searching for more lessons. We keep searching for more information, more recipes for happiness, more recipes for this or that ultimately, we know what we need to do. It's just hard to do it. It's hard to change our lives from what they currently are. We have a deep desire for homeostasis. And what you are existing in right now is what feels comfortable. Not necessarily what you want, not necessarily happy, not necessarily anything, but like, you know what it's like. It's familiar. You know what to expect, right? So like, Often, and this is a very extreme example, but often people that are in an abusive situation don't leave simply because they know that they have survived that situation before. So their brain believes, therefore, I can survive it again. But leaving is an unknown. I don't know what's out there. I don't know if I can survive it. And like, we have such powerful egos or brains, if you will, and they sort of get a bad rap, but they're here to protect us. And that's a beautiful job, right? And so the brain and the ego are like, oh, no, 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 no. We are not changing what we're doing. We want to live. I don't care if you're happy, lady. I want you to live. And it's like, sometimes you got to be like, all right, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for keeping me alive, sort of. Um, But I would like to thrive. Well, I know you're afraid of this new situation, but we're going to give it a shot. We're going to be brave and jump over that hurdle. And start something new. So that's obviously, you know, talking to yourself, which is something I do frequently. I don't know if you do. Um, hopefully I have not lost you at this point, but I want you to think of that change is not easy. It is not pain free. It is not. But what's on the other side is beautiful. I have experienced it myself. I know people who have, I know that you have experiences where you have seen. Once you reach escape velocity from whatever it is that you are currently stuck in and you move on to something more beautiful, like, you know, it was the right choice. So I want you to keep that in mind, but I know we can do it. I know that we can do this together. I know that you can do it on your own. We get this. All right. So I want to talk about how simple it can truly be. So one of my favorite books that I read years and years and years ago was The Blue Zones by Dan Buechner. and You've probably heard of him, but he has a whole website that's a beautiful big website and has a new book coming up. I actually would love to do it as a book in the club portion of the Embody Your Joy membership. But he, what he has done, and I'm going to paraphrase this as I do, he studied for 20 plus years all these regions of the world where people have longevity and they're happy and healthy late into life, right? They don't only have longevity, but they live long, happy, pretty mobile lives. And he studied what their commonalities were, what they had in common. And he distilled it down into nine different things. One is that they move naturally every day. So sometimes that meant that they live in town and they walk to the store, they walk to work, they walk different places that they need to be. They have a naturally moving life. Maybe they have a farm. Like there are different ways that they are naturally moving their life. So I want you to imagine the ways that you can begin to move more naturally. Obviously, we've heard all these things. Park further away from the door. Take the steps. Like all of those things seem like small things, but they add up. And I want you to remember this is really the key to this. Small changes that you make now have huge dividends. I find this when I'm teaching people how to sew, right? Like they might sew something and they put it on and it doesn't quite look right. And they're like, oh, this is frumpy and ugly and I don't like it. And then I just pinch in the waistband a little bit for them or I shorten up the bodice and they're like, oh, that looks amazing. It's a tiny change. Tiny changes can make huge differences and are often like the only way we can sustainably make change anyway. So why not embrace that? So move naturally. Have a purpose in life, and that is going to be outside of yourself, right? So like, we're not even getting into purpose in this workshop, but we will in the Embody Your Joy, oh my God, it's going to be so much fun, um, program. So having a purpose in life is important, and that could be your church, that could be a volunteer thing that you have going on, that could be, like for me, it's reaching out through the podcast and doing classes and sharing things that I find vital in life. That's part of my purpose, is to empower other people and to live a joyful life. Okay, so move naturally, purpose, downshift. So everybody in the blue zones have a way to downshift after a working life. Maybe that's happy hour. Maybe that's um, a walk after work. Whatever it is, they have something in their life on a daily basis that, like, takes them from being an active, productive, working person into the next phase of their day. And that kind of ties into another one that he has, which is, he calls it wine at five. But really what it is, is a way to shed your stress. So all of the groups that are in the blue zone have a way of shedding their stress. Again, that could be that happy hour time, could be going for a bike ride after work. But it's some way, of after you are sort of like have been out and in the world and you're coming back home into your space, you have a way of shedding your stress. Meditation practice, lots of different things. And then he moves on to food and he talks about how the common theme in the blue zones is they have an 80% rule. So meaning they eat until they're 80% full and not overstuffed. And then also in the food zone, you have a plant slant. Some of them are meat eaters, but they primarily eat lots of vegetables and they get lots of variety in their diet. And the last three, which are all about community, is they have the right tribe around them. So one of the things he talks about is, I can't, I think it's a moa. I think that's the right word, but it's having a little tight-knit group of people of your own age bracket generally. So like maybe not your family, but somebody like your girlfriends, your close-knit friends who look out for one another, who you can bounce thoughts off of and ideas off of. And you don't, you're not in a position of being a leader over them, nor are you in a position of being an underling, right? You are on the same level and you're there sharing your lives and helping one another and supporting one another. So there's that right tribe aspect. The people in the blue zones area have strong family ties. And you may be finding an aversion to this because maybe your family is, is hard for you. Maybe it's a hard situation. So I think family can be extended to what feels like family to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be your blood family, right? But it's this idea of you've got people that you count on and that count on you in return. And then a sense of belonging, which also is included. All of that, right? But it could be something larger than that. Could be a church congregation, could be a group that you're in, could be your volunteer group. It doesn't necessarily have to be your tight knit people, but a place where you feel a sense of belonging. And that doesn't mean it's like they know and accept every little bit about you, but you have some connection to them, some way of belonging to them. So like for instance, it could be your knitting group that you meet with once a week. Like you have this common bond and you get to come together and do something together. And so those are the nine things of the Blue Zones. And if you are interested, you should check them out. But I love to look at that because none of that is profoundly hard, right? It's like um, earning money that gives you $9 million a year. None of that is a giant house. None of that is grand trips around the world. None of that is something that could be insurmountable. We can all achieve those things. All of us. And I find that so inspiring and so empowering. And that's what I want to really drive home in this workshop and then embody your joy in some degrees in my podcast is this idea of that, like, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be out of our reach. We just have to believe that we are worthy of it and we have to allow it to come in. Okay, that's my little spiel. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to take a look at the exercises that we have done this week. I want you to take a look at your joy list. I want you to look at your energy during the day and your ideal day. I want you to take a look at some of the information that you gleaned from knowing yourself, from your charts, your human design, your astrology chart, things like that. And I want you to take a look at your pruned list of things to do. And now I want you to get your calendar out. However you keep your to-do list, wherever you put your appointments, I want you to have that with you. I want you to have all this information with you. And I want you to start to work through what can you bring into your life, right? Can you let go of in your life right now? And I want you to write out your to-do list and the things that you're going to call on to say, thank you, but no, I don't have the space in my life right now. And there are lots of ways to do that with a lot of grace so that you don't feel like you're letting somebody down. Because like Dr. Edith Edgar says in her book, The Gift, which is amazing, by the way, the only person you're going to have a relationship with for your entire life is you. And so you have to honor that relationship with yourself above all other relationships. You have to have a sense of belonging to yourself. So that you're not letting yourself down. And this is just a little beginning of making sure that you're not doing that. Okay. So what I like to do as a practical step of this is I like to take and make a list of the things that will help set me up for joy in my life. And I'll make a list of the things that I want to be doing or have in my life on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, quarterly basis, once a year, whatever that might be. And then I'm going to look at my joy list and I'm going to think, all right, every single day I want to meditate. So that goes on my daily list. Every single day, I also want to have a beautiful break for lunch. So that goes on my joy list. Every day I would like to read before bed. So that goes on my joy list for the day. Then I'm going to look at the week and I'm going to say, I think that if I could see a friend at least once a week, I could stay in a better mindset and in a healthier, more happy place. So every week, I'm going to make sure that I've got some kind of time scheduled with a friend of mine. And on a weekly basis, I also would like to three days a week. I really want to do some strength training. Like that would feel really amazing to me. So I want to put that on my weekly list. Also, my weekly list is going to be, I want to make something. I don't know that I can do it every day, but I think I could probably accomplish it a couple times a week. So I'm going to put that on my weekly list. My monthly list, I'm going to put in ceremony. I really want to have a ceremony around the new moon and the full moon. And also one around the equinoxes and the solstices. So that's on the quarterly basis. But on that monthly basis, I'm going to put in moon ceremonies. On the quarterly basis, I'm going to put in a larger gathering with my women's circle for solstice and equinoxes. So you see kind of where I'm going with this. Like I know these things are going to bring vibrant joy to my life as so I'm going to start to pull them out and determine how often do I think I need this? And this is a fine-tuned kind of thing. How often do I think I can actually accomplish this, right? So you're going to make that list. Then you're going to take a look at Again, on your to do list, you're going to write out the things that you need to cancel, the things that you need to. It's going to take a little burst of energy with the things that you need to get help with, the things that you need to delegate. I want you to put those on your to do list. Maybe not all today. Maybe it's like, all right, I can look for a housekeeper in three weeks or I can do this next month. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do it all right this minute, but know that you're working towards that. Or I don't have enough money right now for a housekeeper, but man, would that make my life the if you imagine having somebody come in and clean your house feels expensive and beautiful to you, then work towards making that happen. Figure out how much does it actually cost to have somebody clean your house? Like maybe you don't even know, right? And maybe once you found out, you're like, wow, that's actually not that big of a deal. Or, okay, I need to earn this much more money to pay for that. And that feels great because you love what you do for work, but you don't have any time when you get home. So make that happen. So this is all about making that plan around what you have determined is important to you. And then it's learning to say no. And so some of the things that we went over this week aren't gonna fit into this do it today, kind of an mentality, it's not gonna fit into this planning things, but it is gonna be something I want you to keep in mind. I want you to keep touching back on. What is your best way to make decisions? How do you know when something's right for you or right for you? And I think that something like the human design or possibly your needle chart, things like that are going to help to fine tune what's right for you in that way. So I want you to bring all of that together and to actually put it into your calendar and make some changes. And I'm not talking about all the changes all at once. Do this in a way that feels like you can actually accomplish it and it is not overwhelming an already overwhelmed person. But I want you to be really honest with yourself on what you can get rid of in your life. And that is not easy. I know it. But the rewards are well worth it. Okay. My dear friend, I would love to hear how this all went for you. I would love to hear what changes you were making in your life. I would love to hear about what tests you did and what you learned about yourself. Gosh, I just want to know everything that you have going on. Something I think would be very amazing is if you would join us in the embody your joy circle. (laughs) I still haven't determined what I'm going to call it yet. Other than embody your joy. How about this? I would love to have you in embody your joy. Again, it's going to be a monthly kind of thing. We're going to meet at the beginning of the month and I'm going to plan out my month right there on the camera. You will have your information in front of you. We'll do it together we'll talk about some things and we'll have some quiet time to actually do it. Like this is like an implementation kind of thing. There's going to be different lessons. I'm going to have different experts that I absolutely adore come in and talk with us. Sometimes that will be live. Sometimes it'll be recorded. Sometimes it'll be written. I have no idea. Then we are also going to have some accountability. So I'm going to break you out into groups of two or three, if you would like. No, you don't have to, but if you'd like to, I think there should be some massive power into having that accountability with a smaller group. And so I'm going to facilitate that. We're also going to have a check-in, right? So you're going to have set your plan for the month and you're going to be checking in with the rest of our group on how you're doing on your plan. Because doing something in connection with other people is way, way more powerful than doing it And also is more effective. Because we have, I don't know, a sense of fun, a sense of joy and a little bit of a sense of like commitment to other people. I want you to commit to yourself. Sometimes that's really hard and it can sometimes be easier or more fun to do it together. So that's what we're going to do. And then we're also going to do things like, I think I'm going to come up with a different kind of a network where we can all connect and every night write in what we're grateful for. Like Continue that gratitude practice, but as a group, like how beautiful would that feel to see all that gratitude pouring in and you get to read other people's gratitude? And there's so much power in the beauty of a group doing something together. And we're going to do book club reads and we're going to have discussion time and it's going to be a really live kind of thing. Here's what I want to get done. Here's what I want to accomplish. Here's how I want to add more space in my life. And that's what I mean by accomplish. Like, here's where I want to say no, right? And like, It's just going to be beautiful. It's going to begin in September, um, I believe. And it's going to be a month-to-month kind of thing. I'd love to have you join us. And in today's email, you'll find the link to join. So even if you decide not to join, I would love to hear how this went for you. I would love to hear what shifts might have happened in your life. I hope you have the most beautiful day. And thank you for being here.